Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward, joined by Sean Bergovin today. Check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Facebook page, like, comment, share. Uh, do what you do, do the little hand clap thing on Anchor, like it, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, a couple different topics, though. First, our release, we're going to go over that for every Big Ten team. Now, keep in mind, look, we, we didn't go game by game on the schedule. Oh, this team's going to win this many. This team's going to win that many. Blah, blah, blah. We, we didn't look at that. So if you say, oh, well, if you have Wisconsin winning this many, but then you have Iowa winning this many, that one, I don't want to hear it. Look, it's all – it's just fun and game. It's letting you know if, hey, take the bet. Doesn't matter. Take the bet. You yeah. bet. You bet on You'll probably end up winning with the valuable input that we're about to give you. Um, assumptions, you know. as I am a proponent of the potential result of it. And uh, so let's go ahead. Let's break that down first. Uh, you know, we're kind of – here's the thing. This has been a trending topic for a while. You know, all these uh, Michigan – state of Michigan radio shows have been talking about this for forever. And I sat there and I'm like, oh, I want to put it on the back burner. You know, this isn't something I want to talk about right now. Uh, I just feel like it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to talk about it now. Then I'm going to talk about it later. And it's just a bunch of garbage. You know, you're just regurgitating the same podcast, you know, just labeling it differently. Probably, you know, a couple different words, but, you know, same points and everything else. But it's starting to become a big thing. Uh, the Big Ten. Uh, Wiped all the schedules starting twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty starting in twenty twenty three, not this year, but the next year. Um, in regard to the conference schedules, and uh, Alan Haller even uh, made a mention of uh, he anticipates some changes coming soon. I'm assuming he's sitting in on these conversations. So when you look at all of this, the Big Ten, look, they may be getting uh, rid of divisions. Sean, I'm going to let you lead off with uh, your thoughts. Your thoughts on it. Um, so my initial thought of when the Big Ten said, hey, we're going to get rid of divisions, right? My initial thought was, well, goodbye to any Big Ten championship, not a champion not named Ohio State, right? Because let's be honest, at this point, Ohio State would have made, uh, hold on, I have it here. They would have made since we've established the Big Ten championship game, they would have made all but two of them because that first year they were on they were on uh, sanctions, so they couldn't make it. I still give them credit for that. They would have made it that year. So they would have not made 2015 Michigan State, Iowa, and 2012, that would have been Nebraska and Michigan. Those are the only two years that Ohio State would not have made the Big Ten championship game. So we're talking 10 years of data, and they would have not made it for two of those. Now, Ohio State has only lost one Big Ten championship game. 
So in 10 years, that's eight Big Ten championship games, Big Ten championships. I mean, sure, we might get you might get a team that gets lucky, right? Let's take Penn State, for example, in 2016. They I say they got lucky, they were the better team that game, right? They got they got lucky and they beat Ohio State. Does anybody really think that Michigan that uh Penn State is gonna go in the at the championship game and beat Ohio State again? No, you needed a block kick to win that game. Like you're not you're not winning that game. You're not winning a second time against Ohio State. And same thing with Michigan last year. Like, yeah, Michigan destroyed them when they were in Ann Arbor. And I totally got that and I totally, totally for it. But does I just did the math. Ohio State last year had 16 five-stars on their roster. The rest of the Big 12 together has 12. You're telling me that after a week, a week after a loss to their bitter rivals, that Ohio State isn't going to show up and just kick their teeth in because they don't want to hear it for a whole year? Oh, absolutely they would. This is, this is now the Ohio State – this is now the Ohio State Conference. I'm sorry. It is. You're going to get better games. You absolutely are going to get better games because nobody wants to see Ohio State destroy Northwestern. Nobody wants to see Ohio State destroy Wisconsin again. You're going to get better games, but you're going to get repeat games, and Ohio State is going to win. My bold prediction is they win nine out of the next ten because now now all they have to do, they can even lose to Michigan and still make it in. How many – so – I did the math, right? Oh, excluding the, I think it was 2011, Luke Fickle disaster, if you will. Ohio State has not lost more than two conference games since 2004. Or they have not lost at least two conference games since 2004. They're making it. I'm sorry. They just are. And, and th- I got it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. It's going to get a better game. But... that we're we're going to be able to do so yeah that's just that's just my opinion oh yeah here's the good news all right because i agree with you you're gonna end up with ohio state and i mean it is what it is um but you've got to make these sacrifices to an extent the best Four teams, or maybe four of the best five teams, are in the Big Ten East. You're not giving anybody another shot. Period. And so this will break it up. Yeah, Ohio State's going to end up in every Big Ten championship game, but you're also going to have opportunities to knock them off for the Big Ten championship. Because guess what? With a new system in place. Now, look, there, there's a billion different ways you can go. Oh, are they going to do a pod system? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? You know, what are the protected rivalries going to be? Which, first off, Sean, I, I know we were talking about this before the show. Um, you were you were saying Ohio State might be a protected rival of Michigan State. That's not going to yeah. happen. There, there's no hey. way it's going to happen. Every, every talking head out there is saying that Michigan State's protected rivalries are going to be Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. If that's the gonna, case, you can kiss Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship goodbye. Yeah, but here's here's the problem with that is I 
is everybody knows that the, those are the best four teams in the conference. Yeah, everybody knows it, and that's why that's why this division breakup needs to happen. Oh, absolutely. And so they're they're not going to sit there and say, okay, well, we need to break this up so then that way these four teams aren't just beating the crap out of each other every year, and we end up with you know a, a seventy to seven game, Iowa, yeah. yeah, like floating around in the Big Ten championship. You're not going to do that, and so. What needs to happen is they're going to they're not going to give that to Michigan State. They're going to give them Indiana. There is a trophy on the line for it. That is a rivalry. That was one of their protect, protected rivalries during this whole division phase. This is this is not it's not going to happen with Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. You're not going to hey. sit there and give one of those four teams. Um, the three teams that you need to break up. It's going to be Indiana. I have no problem playing Michigan every year. I get that. Michigan has to play Ohio State every year. I get that. You probably want Michigan State versus Penn State so you don't completely dilute the top. I'm fine with those. Ohio State's not going to end up on, on that end. And as I think this is, you're going to see more of a legends leaders type scheduling system uh, without that in place. Hey, and, aside from the dumbass names, Legends and Leaders gave us two of our best games. Yeah, like what? that 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 was competitive balance. Yes. Yeah. I know who else is going to assuming they uh you know all the top four in the, in the same pot or protect Michigan State's rival or quote-unquote rivalry with Ohio State, even though it's not really a rivalry. You know, it's, yeah, there's been some good games over the last few years, but last decade or so, but I mean, that's pretty much where it ends. Um, Like, Michigan State's got a better opportunity now to make it. And, uh, I mean, this is a a Michigan State uh, podcast, but that We've got a better chance to make it now, too. You want to know why? Because it's not going to be Ohio State and then. It could be Ohio State and. And I think that that's absolutely huge. And um, if, yeah, this, I mean, uh, if this trajectory holds for Michigan State for Mel Tucker, and a lot of that's going to depend on if he's going to be able to close all of these recruits that are visiting. Not all of them, obviously. But if he's going to be able to close a number of these four- and five-star recruits that are visiting if he's going to be able to coach them up and develop them because let's be real we don't know if he can develop i mean say what, say what you as a head coach say what you want to say but yeah. he uh i mean he's only been there two years like we haven't seen anybody take a massive step forward and so that so if he can land these guys and he can continue to develop at entire name um, it could be Michigan. It could not only be Ohio State winning like eight of the next ten, but they could win seven of those eight against Michigan State at the rate that this is going. Because let's be real, I don't see how about Michigan forever. Um, you know, you. Oh, I absolutely at- do. I think I think this offseason solidified. He's not he's not wanted in the NFL. He like he wants to go to the NFL. He's not wanted in the NFL. But that's the thing. You have a coach who doesn't even want to be there. 
So, uh, I mean, he's going to sit there and he's going to quote-unquote attack every day with an enthusiasm unknown to blah, 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 blah. But he, he – so he's going to sit there and he's going to try to coach it up, but his heart's not in it. And so that's when that's when you take advantage. I mean, it's no different than playing a game. You sit there and you see Jason Tatum's heart's not in it, and you get P.J. Tucker all over him, and you can just send Boston home. Even without yeah. Jimmy Butler, it, like it, it's the same concept, you know. His heart's not in it. Go step on his throat right now. Yeah. And well, so, I, so I, I legit believe, like that with with what talk because we saw that tweet this morning, right? About official visits scheduled and talent and all of this, right? That little that little cool little graph. Michigan State has something like seventy percent of their allotted official visits already scheduled, and these are all high three star, four star, five star guys. Now, I, I am, I will, I'm a Mark Antonio apologist. I will, I will defend that guy till, till my dying breath. However, even, even the like diehard Mark Antonio truthers can have to admit we've never seen the interest that we're getting from five stars and high four stars that we are now during his entire tenure, right? So it's one of those things like I, I firmly agree, like we could get on that trajectory. Yeah. Right, because remember I said uh, Ohio State had sixteen five stars. We had zero. We had ten four stars on our roster last year. Ohio State had forty nine. Like, I mean, and keep in mind, Michigan had three five stars and forty three four stars, and we beat them. But it's a matter of we've got to increase the talent. Tucker's talking that left and right, up and down. Right, you've got to increase the talent. The talent you've got to increase the development. And I mean, the hire of Brandon Jordan. Like, that was huge. Cap is huge. Now you have two of our best coaches on the line. Every coach from Pee Wee to the NFL tells you that every game is won in the trenches. And he brought in two of the best to do it. So it's absolutely possible. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that the Ohio State's recruiting at an elite level, even for them. I mean, they've got, I think at this point, they have, I think, three five-star quarterbacks on their, are either committed or on their roster for next, for, uh, next year. Like, and they have Taylor Viewers. Yeah, that's insane. Who was number four. <laughs> yeah, like that, once you take that into account, that is absolutely mind-blowing that they're recruiting at that high of a level. And, I mean, you look at it in 16 five-stars. That is every that's every position on the offense as a five star and like half of the positions on the defense as a five star and your two deep is all four stars. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. But if Tucker can keep this pace, man, look, he, oh, he's yeah. doing things. He's doing things that just the name and the brand of Michigan or whatever couldn't do. If, if yeah. he keeps it, if he if he's able to snag these guys, and we don't know what it's going to look like, like he's only went through like one one recruiting cycle so far. Like you've yeah, got to I mean, give him a little more time to see what actually develops. Um, yeah, and which so brings us it, to our next point is because that's going to come into how this season plays out, right? Because let's say that we go five and seven. These five stars may be looking else to go somewhere else, right? Yeah. So when you start going into the over-unders for next year, Michigan State, we're at a seven and five. Now, I know we want to hold – we'll hold that one till the end while we run through yep. all of these. But, I mean, when you look at that, that's kind of that sweet spot, right? 
So obviously going, so going right into that, right. You have Ohio state, Ohio state has the highest projected win total of 10 and a half. That essentially says they're, they're projected to lose between one and two games. Now, I don't know what hell, what, what in the hell one and two games they're projected to lose. Cause I looked at the, I looked at their schedule for next year. Their toughest game is probably Notre Dame. And that's week one. Notre Dame, week one. That is probably their toughest game, if I'm being completely honest here. Because they've got Wisconsin early in the season. They've got Michigan the last game. They've got Michigan State. So you look at it, and it is legit. Probably Notre Dame week one. That might be a loss. And that's just because Notre Dame has elite talent as well. So. You know, and I'm I'm just going to say, Notre Dame sucks. And I don't know if it's because I live in the area. They're not. They, they don't suck, but let's be real. Beating up on Wake Forest every year doesn't prove you're a good freaking football team. And you lose all your bowl games. Um, just lost your head coach, who was one of the dirtiest players in the game. Uh, you're, yep. it, it, Notre Dame is not going to be Notre Dame. And so I, I don't care what anybody says. For my money, you know, it's one of the mitten team. One of the mitten state teams is uh, the best team on that schedule. Ohio State's going to win yeah. over. It doesn't matter. Oh no! Yeah. The only reason the only reason I say it's Notre Dame is because it's week one. If it was week yeah. three, it's Ohio. I mean, it's Ohio State hands we, down. Yeah, week week one with a new coach. Like, come on. Exactly. Yeah, week that, one with a new that's coach. Always and all the talent Ohio State lost. They could still be figuring some stuff out. So. Yeah, they also um, still have C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jingba, or whatever your, his name is, and Travion Henderson. I'm good. I'm rolling. Exactly. I'm rolling Ohio State with the over. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, so, Michigan at nine and a half. Over. Cupcake schedule. You're taking the over. Cupcake oh, schedule. Their non-conference is gross. Their offense is going to be elite. You you might not be able to stop anybody, but you're going to be able to outscore a lot of teams. Give me over. See, mm, okay, I t- I'm taking the under on that one. I because I truly believe Harbaugh going to Harbaugh. Um, so yeah, the, next you have Penn State and Wisconsin at eight and a half each. Uh, over for Wisconsin because the division sucks. Under Fair. for Penn State because James Franklin sucks. Agree. <laughs> under for Penn State as well because Franklin's going to Franklin. But next, you have a bunch of teams at seven and five, so we'll go individually. You have Iowa at seven and a half. Uh, they'll go eight and ah, Vegas nailed that one, man. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over. I know, I know, Ferris normally has one good year and then four garbage ones, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over. I think, I think he holds it a little bit. See. I have the wild card up my sleeve. I'm going under because their cross their cross divisional games are Michigan and Ohio State. There's two losses. That's since three. And they'll mm-hmm. bomb another game that they shouldn't. Like Iowa State Probably or something stupid like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? So, I'm gonna go under. Yep. Uh and then Minnesota, seven and a half. Under. I like to I, uh, I know back for his 45th year. Uh, I know you get Abraham back, um, but I'm still going to go under just because I don't think they're going to be able to... I, I just don't think they're going to be able to win some games that they need to. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, next is uh, the Boilermakers at 7.5. Uh, 
Over. Over? I, I'm, uh, I I'm 100. I don't I'm, know. I'm sold on Aiden O'Connell, and I don't know if it was yes. Michigan State's crap secondary. Um, he's the uh, third or fourth best quarterback in the league. Uh, you can swap him and McNamara all you want. Uh, I'm going to well, I'm, I'm so go over thing, Right? When you look at what um, – who the, who the hell is their coach? Jeff. Whoever. Well, it, it, but no, when you look I, at what, that, what their coach has done, I mean, they're reloading elite wide receivers every year. Yeah. First it was Rondell Moore, and now it's, it was David Bell. So I don't know who the hell it's going to be, but there's going to be some dude that goes off for like 1,500 yards, and if Ohio State wasn't in the conference, he'd be the Big Ten wide receiver of the year. So I absolutely agree. Or Over is probably Reed. where it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and then next we have the court. What the hell? The Cornhuskers at seven and a half. Under. Give me the under. I don't need to give, give you a reason. We're winning two games. Two. Why? Because they're Nebraska. They lost their best player. Adrian yeah. Martinez bounced to Washington. Scott Frost is the coach. He hasn't had a winning season yet. They're winning like two to three games. Tops. Give me the under. Yep. Uh, Terrapins, five and a half. I know. I know they were recruiting good talent. I know Mike Locks, Lockley's a pretty good coach. I'm. You know, I don't know what they're crossed. Then they'll play three garbage games. I'm assuming maybe two of them. I like don't know. I they usually schedule some pretty solid non-conference games, which they win, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go over just because of the non-conference. I'm going over, and I'll tell you why. It two names. Tugalova and Jarrett. They have two. They have a uh, two is a little brother. I can't ever pronounce the dude's first name, like Tulip or whatever. And then they have that Rakeem, Rakeem Jarrett, that five star wide receiver they signed. Right, yeah. he didn't jump in the transfer transfer portal. He's going to be their number one threat. The kid is talented. I think they get the five and a half. It might come at the cost of Michigan State, by the way. Um, let's see the Illinois, the Fighting Illini, four and a half wins. That um, one's tough. Yeah, that one's. I'm I'm right going at, over because I'm, I, I'm going I, over I think too. Brett has something. I I I do. Like I I, he, I think he I think he's got an ability to win the nine. Like in a lot of this falls down. Okay, what's our non-conference look like? Well, Illinois is just one of those teams you can sit there, but you're going to schedule scrubs. So who cares? And yeah. so I mean that's what I'm going to base it on. I'm going to go Illinois with the sure. over. Uh, Indiana, four and a half. That was a disappointing team last year. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is I'm taking the under. Michael Penix bounced, right? Uh, uh, Try Trey Fogel, Fogel or whatever the dude's name is, bounced. Try Fogel. Right? Yeah, try, try Fogel, that guy. He bounced. I I mean, I truly believe that, like, Indiana, like, Tom, Tom Allen or, yeah, Tom Allen is a good coach. But it's just a cool – it's not a football school. It's not. So, I, I, they can't get top-tier talent to come there. I mean, hell, I was just watching the highlights the other day, and it was when Michigan State absolutely destroyed this, that soap opera's kid, uh, Diamante or whatever, who was like their fourth string because they couldn't keep anybody healthy. Yeah. So, I'm going, I'm going under. I think Indiana is just going to suck this year. Yeah. 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 Look, some of these overs that we've been hitting and everything else, so, you know, look, someone's got to finish under. I think Indiana's just one of those teams, man. Yep. And you know, I'm, I'm Northwestern, four and a half. 
I'm thinking. Here's the thing, Northwestern. I want you. I want you designing space shuttles, man. I want you going to the moon. I want you planning the trip to Mars. You're not good football players. Got it. You're one of two. Yeah. You're one of two programs that actually hold athletes to an academic standard. Got it. But yeah, like, you're just not good football players. Totally understand. Yeah, under cool. Patrick. Yep. Man, Patrick. Uh, and then such the, a good the last coach. one. Yeah, and he's he's a great coach, and it just sucks that he went to Northwestern. He's loyal to him. He's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. It's just it's hard to recruit talent when you've got to hold them to an academic standard. I mean, when you don't have a general studies degree to offer them, like they've got to actually go to class and pay attention and do stuff. Um, <laughs> and then last one, uh, sadly, we cannot do an over under on Rutgers because Vegas refuses to release a line under Rutgers over under. Doesn't matter under. Lost your best receiver, <laughs> lost your most dangerous weapon, the returner, lost Isaiah Pacheco. Give me the under. I don't care what it is. Hey, it's fair. Like they, they Dude, are the second, the second you sent that to me, I knew I was going under. <laughs> when it I comes mean, out, hit the under. Uh, yeah, well, because it's – well, so this is the thing, right? Rutgers isn't a bad team under um, – who's, who's that guy? Um, Greg Schiano, mm-hmm. right? They're not a bad team. They they are to to equate it to a to somebody Michigan State fans might represent. They are might understand. They are 2020 Michigan State. When you watched Mel Tucker's first year, they was not a good team by any stretch of the imagination. Right? COVID. They were unable to do all of that. All of their pre like their preseason stuff and all. They got it. They, hell, they weren't even sure they were going to have a season three weeks before kickoff. So, but. The team fought through everything, right? They like fourth quarter down 47 points. They're still running the ball like it's zero zero and they're going for the game winning drive, right? Yeah. Rudkurtz is doing the same thing under Craig Shiano. We're not seeing any weird fourth down spikes that turn the ball over and Michigan State wins the game, right? They just don't have the talent. So they can absolutely catch a team like Michigan, Maryland, Penn State. They could absolutely catch. One, two, three of these teams snapping and steal a win. They absolutely can. All it takes is a couple bra- uh, a couple breaks breaks to go the right way, and they could absolutely win that. Yep. So give me the under. I mean, that's that's all of them. <laughs> uh, well, we do have a Michigan State. This is a Michigan State podcast. We know we saved the best. For oh, last. Yeah, I forgot. We got to go back so, to us. <laughs> yeah, we are at seven and a half. Over. Over. You said uh, it. The, the, tur- can... the turnover machine is at Washington. That's Michigan State's best uh, non-conference opponent. That, even though it's out on the West Coast and the Big Ten traditionally sucks against the Pac, whatever out there, Pac Ten, Pac Twelve. Uh, you know they traditionally suck against that. Um, I, I don't. Washington also lost their uh, two best corners. Factor that in with Keon Coleman, Trey Mosley, Jaden Reed. Um, you have. Barker from Illinois, um, Malik Carr, Tyler Hunt. You got a defense that I think is going to be much improved. So I think you can win the Washington game. So you're three and zero going into conference play. Um, I think you beat Michigan. Um, Michigan lost too too much defensively. So there's four. Rutgers and Maryland six and seven. You're already at seven. James Franklin's eight. Um, and I don't. Remember the cross division opponents. Wisconsin's one of those teams. If you're willing to punch them in the mouth, but can outscore them, 
then uh, you got a pretty good shot. Like I said, I love Slade and Burrow up the middle uh, with that yep. defense. You're, you've got the ability to run a 4-3 now with Rule Halliday and Darius Snow all playing the linebacker spot. And if Wisconsin wants to surprise you and throw a receiver out there, guess what? Snow can go cover him. Uh, so you've got to win there, I think. Um, again, I, the Michigan game's a coin toss. Wisconsin might be a coin toss. But either way, you're still at six, seven games. Uh, you're going to lose to Ohio State, so there's your loss. There's one loss. Uh, I don't know what the rest of the schedule looks like, but Michigan State should be the better team because um, yeah. I think this defense is going to be much improved. I'm taking the over on that right now. Uh, I think that's fair. I really do. I think that's absolutely fair. Um, I think that when you look at when you look at the defense and the offense that we're bringing back. Seven and a half is probably that sweet spot to get a lot of people who don't pay attention to Michigan State to bet on, right? Because mm-hmm. every the worst I've seen is okay, hey, we may go eight and four, right? We may we may go eight and four. I haven't seen anybody who follows Michigan State or a beat writer or anybody saying, Oh yeah, seven and five is realistic. It's like, oh yeah, hey, you got we can go seven and five or six and six if we have like a couple injuries along the offensive line. We have, you know, X, Y, and Z go wrong. We lose Jaden Reed. Peyton Thorne goes down. The, the X factor for the Wisconsin game is Jalen Berger, right? The dude yep. was kicked off Wisconsin for team misconduct, whatever the fuck you want to call that, sorry. Whatever the hell you want to call that. And it was probably – it was because he was his playing time was getting cut. Now, Wisconsin has a hell of a running back with the guy who replaced him, <laughs> Right. So it, I legit believe we are going to start Jalen Berger that game, regardless of what happens before. Jalen Berger has been penciled in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Berger is starting Wisconsin. He's because he's going to run like a man on a mission. He's yeah. going to be angry and out to prove a point. Yep, and like, like I said, man, you fact. You factor in uh, the improvement of Williams and the mere speed. Wisconsin never able to throw the ball all that well. Uh, Jordan Winman up front. Michael Fletcher up front. Jeff Petrowski up front. Um, you know, and I know when you sit here and you just say, oh, well, those are just names. You know, they don't mean Jack. What a, to like a Wisconsin fan, and I get that. You yeah. know, they're not great players, but they're all high-motor guys, and I think that's – can sit there and you can stop the Wisconsin running game. That's you have an opportunity to beat really, them. Yeah, that's really like the, old, the only time. The only time Wisconsin had a quarterback that you actually had to freaking worry about was over ten years ago. What was it, Scott Tolson? I think. No, it was Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> that bastard. Yeah, and so and he was that, yeah, from North Carolina State, and so that's where the difference lies. Is They've never been able to do that. What well, you know, when you got a quarterback who can do that type of stuff, I mean, oh yeah, well, like I mean, that, you've, you've got to worry about it. The but you, you don't have to worry about a quarterback. I think Wisconsin's a Michigan State win, so there's 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 seven right there. Whatever else, if you take away Michigan, whatever else pops up, man. Look, I, they've got enough offensive firepower to outscore anybody. You yeah. know, I'm I'm not 100% sold on Mosley as a number two, but I think he can fall to that three, maybe the four spot behind uh, Montori Foster. And then uh, Keon Coleman take over the number two spot. And I think Coleman's going to be every bit as good as Jalen Naylor. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm 
So I'm taking the over on Michigan State. In fact, oh, me too. I'm getting ready to hop on my bet MGM app. Bet MGM does not represent any of the views, blah, 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 by the show. In uh, throw a little Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> what? Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. And so, yeah, uh, I'm give me the over on that one. I'm, that's not close. I, I mean, it could be eight wins if you have a, you know, Purdue-ish type game next year. You know, you lose Michigan, Ohio State, have that Purdue-ish type game, and hey, you know what, maybe Adrian Martinez holds on to the freaking football for once in his life. And, yeah. you know, then all of a sudden, yeah, for, you got to win that Wisconsin game, but I think the rest of the schedule should be a cake. Walk. Yeah, I so, mean, when, you, when you look at it and you say, okay, let's give them every, let's let's give them a loss for every game that the, their, the opponent is more talented in, right? Ohio State, mm-hmm. Michigan, and Penn State. Cool. There's three losses. Where's your other two? Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I don't even know if I go as far as like, Penn State's more talented right now. Well, I mean, I'm, just I mean, Mi- Mi- Michigan State is youth and everything else. You know, like you know of my like love affair with the idea of what Darius Snow can be and all that type of stuff. Oh, but... I, I, Darius, Darius Snow can be uh, that the what Michigan calls that viper. That I forget the kid's name is like three years ago. No, uh, who? Well, it was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna get sick if I don't. Like, oh god, it's like when John L. Smith was coaching. And, hey, <laughs> but John L. Smith this. won Big Ten Coach of the Year. All right, John L. Smith was not a bad coach. He couldn't coach defense to save his damn life. He we yeah, saw the most I'm, offensive I'm production talking- ever. I'm talking about his defense, though, too. Oh, is killing me. Yeah, is <laughs> like Sir. It's the role that Sir Darian Adams played with him. Oh yeah, he could play. He yeah. could play a little safety. He could play a little linebacker. He had that. He had that type of skill set. Dar- well, Darius Snow can play nickel safety, linebacker. Uh, he can blitz off the corners. Uh, he so he's got that ability where I I think he's that. He's he's gonna you know Michigan State's gonna come out and have a base four three ish type set, and then you're gonna yeah. have him play that role where, oh you know what they decide to go a little spread you want to just slide over to the slot and get that guy, like yeah I'll take the, or that tight end pops out in motion yeah go ahead cover him and so well, need, yeah and, and he, I 100 agree he 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 he's a weapon X man he's an X factor. And we're going to talk a lot more about him this summer. I guarantee you that. And, uh, gosh, you know what? Uh, he went to that, what was it, that Derry Dan and Holt? Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, dude, I can't wait to get that mini helmet up. Uh, my man cave next to his uncle and his daddy's autograph. Like, I'm stoked about completing that little trifecta. But, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that does it for us today, man. Uh, Look, we, we got Michigan State over. Uh, I think we have Michigan yeah. with the over. Well, I I think that was the one we were split on. Look, Michigan's yeah, not going to be under, able to. Yeah, took the over. Yeah, so, their, I mean, their defense is going to be trash, but their their offense, man, their their offense can be something special. Um, Harbaugh going to Harbaugh. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like, though, with Haskins gone. That That's my thing is I was really high so, on Haskins. Yeah, so, wait, if you want, we'll touch on it real quick, right? So you have Quorum and you have Edwards in the backfield. You, yep. you, you have Quorum and Edwards in the backfield. You have Andrell Anthony, Ronnie Bell, and uh, some other dude as wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, 
all Eric all is back as their tight end. And then you have the quarterback battle that's going on, right? If Harbaugh is, if Harbaugh doesn't commit to one of these quarterbacks early in the season, they're losing four to five games. Okay. Look, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about Michigan uh, too much on this. Um, heading into it, but there's a, there's a third quarterback jumping into this. as like a wildcat type guy. And that's, I, I don't know his freaking name. You know, oh. <laughs> but right. I, I, I've heard I've heard rumors that there's a third quarterback popping in that's like a wildcat type guy. So those were the types of snaps that you gave JJ last year. So now yeah. you're just going to be splitting time with McNamara and McCarthy. So. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally fine with that. You know, it, what's the saying? You have two quarterbacks, you have none. And that's the funny yep. thing is when you look at Michigan, their two quarterbacks, JJ McCarthy and Cade McNamara, are both uber talented, but. McCarthy didn't have any rhythm whatsoever because you kept throwing him in him in, in spot situations and he had two freaking fumbles against Michigan State. So go ahead and well, keep doing it. Yeah. I don't care because well, it, you know two Michigan's two. Over, go ahead. Michigan's over two in those types of situations against Michigan State. You have yeah. that older guy. Granted, he was uh, he's not he like he wasn't a sophomore like McNamara was. But you had the older guy like McNamara and Tom Brady. Then you had this hot shot freshman like McCarthy and Drew Henson. And you sat there yep. and you wanted to get pretty and try to do all this cute stuff with Drew Henson. And it came back and it bit you in the butt because he had a bunch of turnovers against Michigan State in 1999. The Plexico Burris game. Same thing yeah, happened did. last year with McCarthy where he had a – well, I mean, it was only one turnover, but he had another fumble that if Ronald Williams would just pick it up and – when, you know, it was 70 yards to pay dirt. And so you sat there, you tried to get cute with him again. Now you're going to throw in a third quarterback to try to do the Dude, it's going to be a disaster if it happens, and I hope it does. Yeah. But, well, and to bring it back to the Michigan State part of this, right? Yeah, that would State probably fans, be a good way to wrap. Damian Terry and Ter- Tyler O'Connor. O- O'Connell. O'Connor. Well, like, they both that sucked. Is, we, well, <laughs> no, but we, we brought Damian Terry in every damn possession for a wildcat the dude never threw the ball like yeah. defense is new. hey cool quarterback's gonna run the ball like mm-hmm. and and that's what they're that's what they're, that's the problem with doing these packages for your quarter for your quarterbacks right you oh, can do packages terrible. all day with your running backs but as soon as you do a, a package for your quarterback of oh he's gonna run the ball or he's gonna throw the deep ball or something along those lines these guys get paid multi-million dollars every year to pick up on those trends and keys. They're not dumb. Like opposing coaches know this stuff. Yep. But so, uh, that's yeah, the loop so, it back in. So go ahead. Get on your non-sponsored Ben MGM app, FanDuel, DraftKings there. I said them all. Um, Caesars. I feel like there's one more I'm missing. But uh, online. Yeah. But go ahead. Do that. Touch Put your mortgage on uh, Michigan State. If you have a gambling problem, don't put your mortgage on Michigan State. Um, but uh, hit that over. And, yeah, that was a you know a lot of schedule talk. Um, but, you know, yep. stuff that needed to be covered will break down. Like the division thing, it hasn't happened yet. I know we talked about it like it did. We, ju- we can read the tea leaves. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting now. Uh, you know, I mentioned you interesting for the NCAA football uh, 23 uh, video game developers when that game comes out next year. Um, God, I can't wait for that. But I don't uh, know. I'm going to get rid of my Xbox 360. 
Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Good uh, opportunity to play Peyton Thorne one more year, even though it'd be without Jaden Reed. Um, yep. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Share with friend. Bingo. And we will talk to you soon. For Sean McGrover and I'm Tyler Hibbert. This is Trouble with Snap. Adios.